Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Welcome to a Friday, February 3rd edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. And today we're going to be talking about Powerless, the pilot episode, which premiered last night in the U.S. on NBC. Um, Yeah, it is available if you want to watch it on NBC com has it for free in the U.S. anyway, and it's on Hulu already, and I'm sure, I think iTunes has it, and I'm sure like Vudu and Google Play Store will be getting it soon. Um, so we're going to be getting into a bit of a review of the show and what we want to see of it going forward. So we might have some spoilers, although it's a sitcom, so you can't really spoil it, but yeah. uh, other than spoiling the best lines, so just a warning, we'll probably get a little spoilery. Um, but I guess before we do that, overall, what do you think of this, Zach? Uh, so I was I was pretty hyped on this show just because a comedy set in DC Comic World sounds really cool, and we've we've talked about this uh, a lot in the past. Um, and I would say that it definitely lived up to my expectations, if not exceeded them. So um, for a pilot episode of a sitcom, that's really hard because you know you haven't had a lot of feedback from people to. I mean, other than the people you're working with, but like you haven't had a lot of feedback from the public about if what's funny, what's working. Um, and they're just trying to figure it all out. I was super impressed with this as a pilot episode. Um, there's obviously there's some things that they could do better. It wasn't perfect, but on the whole, this is exactly what I was looking for in this show. So I was very, very happy. And I, I laughed out loud a couple times at this show. Yeah, I have to agree with you there. It's, um, yeah, like you said, comedies almost always start really slow really any tv show but especially comedies you get you know 22 minutes with these people and try to get to meet all these characters and everything's still a work in progress the rhythm and timing and the jokes and everything and what they're trying to do um so there's definitely room for improvement but having said that i definitely recommend it and it was just it was just a blast to watch oh yeah uh, as a DC Comics fan, it's worth it just for the references to that. And then on top of it, it looks like it's going to be a pretty good comedy. So uh, I know the the general reviews have been pretty good for it so far, it looks like. Um, haven't got any information on the ratings yet, but that will be coming soon. But I'm excited for this and I want to see more of it. And one of the good things, we've got all these shows on now. And how I knew this was good is because I didn't want it to end. Right. <laughs> you know, normally I'm like okay, let's get this show over with. I got to watch another one, you know, watch something else. But I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't want this to be over. You know, I was actively thinking that. So it was definitely a lot of fun. And I definitely would recommend checking it out. Mm, for sure. So I guess we'll get spoilery now. <laughs> um, if I guess we'll open it up to spoilers. Uh, so what'd you think of, of the cast, I guess, to get started with? Yeah, um, I, I'd say like, I, there really isn't anything I can complain with complain about. Um, obviously, it's like hard to get a, a really good feel about everybody because you know some of these characters maybe total had like a minute, minute and a half of screen time. Um, just because this is there's a lot of characters and there was only 22 minutes of show and this is there's only been one episode. Um, but even like just from this, you know, it's I think they're doing a good job of setting up these characters and trying to trying to get you to figure out who they are. Um, my favorite, I think is Alan Tudyk. I really, really like what he's doing. Um, 
And so some of his stuff from just the previews looked the funniest to me. And then in context, it's even funnier. And just the ridiculousness of how he acts and how like selfish he is and kind of trying to work against Vanessa Hudgens' character. Um, and I have to I have to apologize. I don't remember the characters' names, but we're only one episode in. So I'm sure as I watch it more, I'll I'll learn the characters' names. But So I'm just going by the actors. But yeah. I guess that's a kind of a long-winded answer to say I liked them. Yeah, it's a really good cast. I think they're going to be fitting into their roles better once we get used to them more. But these are a lot of talented actors so who have worked on sitcoms before. So like Danny Pudi and um, Christina Kirk, uh, they're all very good. And I think they're, they're, they're going to be fun to watch and see how, they, how, they, how this show develops moving forward. So what do you think about the premise? I guess the, the general premise, it looks like they're going to have to solve some kind of major, you know, come up with some sort of development that will probably get used by Batman later right. <laughs> for every episode. I thought that was a cool kind of tie in they did. Um, do you think that can last? Yeah. So, you know, obviously more creative minds than mine can make this idea last longer. Um, as we talked about before, it used to, it originally was supposed to be an insurance company, and I definitely think that this premise has more like can last longer than that. I think there's a lot more that they can do with it, um, and it's kind of like it's like Vanessa Hudgens just coming in, her character coming in, and like kind of giving a fresh pers- perspective on what they're doing. Like there's there's more than just protecting from damage. Like there's actually like like the the thing that they invent at the end. It's like actively um, giving more power to use the line from it, giving more power to the powerless, like actually knowing when a villain is going to show up. So yeah, I don't know how, how long they can stretch that idea, that idea out, but I'm sure that they have thought of some ways. <laughs> yeah. I think this works. I'm more excited about this premise now, now that I've seen the pilot because thinking back, yeah, the insurance angle would probably uh, get worn out pretty soon. I did like that. They had the retcon. Yeah. insurance easter egg in there because that was going to be the name of the insurance company but now they're not really limited and they're i mean they are a security company but they're sort of just a like a technology company mm-hmm. too um so you can really do a lot of different things with that so we we see they've got the joker anti-venom and then they come up with the what is it the jack alert yeah <laughs> um and so you know there's lots of other cool things like that like the kryptonite windows and, um <laughs> Uh, oh that kind of thing. Those are like, going to be. I loved that one. It's like what we all know what the number one d- cause of workplace injuries is: Superman flying through office spaces or something like that. <laughs> yeah, that's just a fact. That's a fact. Right. <laughs> uh, Ron Funches's delivery was really good on that too. We all know that's a fact. Right. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, yeah, this uh, the way it pokes fun at the DC universe without like disrespecting it was mm-hmm. a lot of fun. So my, my first real laugh out loud moment was the Shazam yeah. reference of Danny Pudi. Just, <laughs> Oh, we can fix that one. And I just summon the power of a wizard Shazam. <laughs> and, uh, that was a lot of fun. And I'm hoping to see more of that. I'm a little worried how the general audience will take to that. Like if they'll get that reference. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say in this in this pilot episode, at least they stuck to sort of characters who are known in the mainstream. Yeah. So Batman and Superman, obviously, and Shazam is actually pretty well known at a 70s TV series. So right. for more obscure characters, Shazam is pretty well known, I guess. 
yeah, like you said, there's so many little Easter eggs uh, for actual comic fans, and I hope that they they keep that going. Uh, I think my one of my personal favorites was the it's something along the lines of like superheroes fighting each other for vaguely defined reasons. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's there's tons of opportunities like that for to poke fun at everything that's going on. Right. And I like that we get to see uh, live action versions of some superheroes. Obviously, that's not the point of the show, mm-hmm. but it's it's kind of neat. I'm glad we don't focus on them, but it's cool to have them in the background. Right. So like obviously Crimson Fox and and then Jack O' Lantern, they just act like it's not a big deal. I, I like how Jack O' Lantern sort of um classic villain just takes over the all the tv shows and all the computers <laughs> and everybody's just bored with it and yeah uh, van van Wayne just closes his laptop <laughs> i think that is one of the funniest like uh running jokes through that is just like how used to all of this crap everybody is like that lives in this universe because they've just had to put up with superheroes and villains for so long that it is kind of funny to like try to think about what would happen in the real world like after the shock of real superheroes like weird wore off just getting used to it as part of life is just a nuisance really <laughs> yeah and that's a really fresh take because tv and movies we always see these superheroes as new characters right and they're they're new to the world and it's like whoa that's a superhero but if if you live in a big city where there's superhero villain and villain fights every day uh that might get old pretty quick especially yeah. if it's some of the C and D listers. Yeah. I think, I think they may go past D list even further down, but <laughs> Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> so I, re- I really like the, um, references to past DC actors. Mark McClure mm-hmm. is playing Emily's dad. Obviously he was Jimmy Olsen and the Christopher Reeves films. And, uh, obviously the Adam West voiceover was really cool. Oh Yeah. I'm still hoping he gets to make an appearance sometime, but I wouldn't be mad if he just did some voiceover work for their commercials and everything, and we get a little taste of him every every episode. Yeah. And they also did a lot of cool references to the A-list characters. I mean, we're not going to see them much, but, you know, they reference Superman, Batman. They actually have Joker getting arrested. Yeah. At the end of the episode, <laughs> we don't we don't get to see his face, but... That was pretty cool, and we get mentions mentions of Lex Luthor and Shazam, like I said. Um, yeah, it's a it's a far cry from the days of like Smallville on CW when they didn't have all the licensing and they just had to like vaguely reference them so that you knew who they were talking about, but they weren't allowed to actually say the name. So, you know, it's cool to, that they can name drop all those things. Right, and it makes great sense for this to be a lived-in universe. Yeah, I think we talked about this a little before, but you got creative freedom to basically make fun of any DC character in any DC storyline because you don't really have to worry about continuity or anything like that. Right. Um, so you can just have fun with it. Anything you think could be improved on this show? Yeah, I don't know. That's kind of, it's like hard to, hard to judge it just by the one episode, you know, um, obviously there's like some jokes that didn't land as well as others, but you're going to, you're going to always have that on sitcoms. They can't all be the same amount of funny. Um, Really, I don't know. I can't really think of one off the top of my head other than just like, and this is more like a good thing as I wanted to spend more time with uh, some of the like the actual team, the product development team. But right. again, this is a 22 minute episode. So um, yeah, I just want to get to know their characters more and get a little more time with them. Agreed. And it definitely can smooth things out. And I think they'll they'll hopefully find their footing pretty soon. 
And yeah, some of the jokes didn't always land, but I think for the most part, it was a lot funnier than it initially looked in the promos. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, obviously it was just fun. And I'm curious, I'm curious. I love the DC references, obviously. And I'm Mm -hmm. curious to see if that's something they continue to do or do more of, or if that's something that might turn off the general audience. Yeah, that's, that's gonna have to be a fine line they walk like obviously people like us are gonna really like that and all those in jokes but if too much of their humor is based on that and that's just like flying over people's heads there there's not gonna be as much to laugh at for the people who aren't quite like as versed in the dc comics world so yeah it's it'll be interesting to see how they try to balance that right and it's cool that they can pull from so many characters but they've got to do a good job of not pulling obscure characters, making obscure references, and then 90% of the people watching have no idea what's going on. And I think that's something they did a good job with in the in the pilot. Obviously, a Joker anti-Venom. Yeah. <laughs> you know, people are going to get that. And uh, the Kryptonite Glass, people are going to get that. You know, the general audience knows that. So I think they did a good job balancing that in this episode. I'm curious to see if that c- continues or if they sort of go into more obscure characters and turns some people off. Yeah. But how awesome were those opening credits? Oh man, that was so cool. The like animated comic books coming to life and like all the, it's like super retro and you get to see some of the old looking, uh, you get to see like Superman and Batman and yeah, I really liked it. And then just like showing the people that were in the background of all this crazy yeah. stuff happening. <laughs> yeah. You, the people you never notice. Right. <laughs> um, that was super awesome. And, uh, tons of classic comic book covers and to start off with the uh, action comics number one. Oh yeah that was pretty neat to see how they just twisted it and like oh you're 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 looking at superman we don't care about that we're going to focus on this random girl in the background right <laughs> so yeah overall i'd say it was a lot of fun definitely worth checking out uh and giving it a shot uh, and i plan to keep watching this what do you think zach yeah i mean it really is a fresh take like every time like before this almost like any any person that you could really relate to like we i wouldn't be a superhero i would just be a normal person in the background like somebody here like in all the other shows and movies it's always like they're scared or they're like totally in awe of these crazy superheroes and to see people who are just kind of like fed up with it happening and like to see the humor in in that situation is a really fresh way to look at it and i'm super excited that they're doing this yeah they're bored with the superheroes yeah (laughs) um yeah so that's pretty cool and for me it was a blast to watch and i'm looking forward to seeing more of it so i think that's all we've got for today thanks for listening we'll be back again tomorrow thanks for listening and make sure to check out dc daily drop on twitter facebook and dc drop by tomorrow for more dc news